Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. All right. This episode. What's going on? Well, first off, I had lunch with my brother yesterday and he said he listened to my episode. So I'm going to just say right now, Brent, don't listen to this one. (laughs) Shut it off right now. Also, Jim Coleman. Jim Coleman, Danny Coleman, anybody who's related to us, (laughs) please skip this episode. Go to the next one. Just Uh, and this is not safe for work or children. Hi, this uh, is Danny J. And this is Jill Coleman. Welcome to another episode of the Best Life Podcast. And I, for one, have been loving um, how consistently we've been publishing. And even some of these topics have been pretty juicy. Y'all, we absolutely love when you DM us on Instagram at the Best Life Podcast. You tell us what's going on. Tell us what uh, you're running into, what struggles you're having, what uh, is coming up for you, what you would just like us to riff on. Um, it's been so fun for us, and we are doing some Q and A's today. So, what do we got? Yeah. So we got a DM, and I also didn't ask if I could say her name, so I'll just skip it. But she said, "Love your podcast, two forty nine. I'm feeling all the feels. Like I haven't done anything but watch Netflix for two years when I'm usually a travel bug." My excitement now is basically spending time with my man, spicing up my sex life. Might be a good topic. How to spice up your sex life during the pandemic. After all this time, have we used up all the ideas? (laughs) So thankful for a great podcast. And so I'm thinking. Should we bring in an expert for this episode? (laughs) I was going to say, she's been spicing up her sex life during the pandemic. Why didn't I think of that? Well, I was just going to say, remember at the beginning of the pandemic when everyone was like getting a new hobby? First, my first, like, like, first thing that came to mind when she said she's been spicing up her sex life for two years is that sounds exhausting. (laughs) I'm just like, man, that sounds like a lot. But also, sounds like it'd be really fun. I mean, that's awesome. I was thinking and during the pandemic, probably most people's sex life got Less. worse, right? Dude, did you see that like wild statistic on, I think it was, I forget who shared on Instagram and it was a screenshot. And I'm like, I don't know if this is true, but it said that millennials, which I think is like 20, like 30 or something like 25 to 35 or something like that mm-hmm. on average, and this cannot be true. Self-reported have gained an average of 41 points pounds. I believe it. in the last two years. That's it. wild to me. Millennials have gained 41 pounds over the pandemic. I have to say of some of the people I know in that age group who aren't in fitness definitely fit that statistic. Really? Yeah. And so, I believe it because the stress and they're not leaving and they're yeah. doing lots of door dashing and it's been a definitely weird year. Yeah. And the then going back, closed. going back to the sex thing is, I mean, y'all can't see us on video right now, but I'm wearing some janky ass sweatpants and a t-shirt and I just showered for the first time in a week. So I am not <laughs> an uninviting, like yeah. sex every <laughs> no, second. You're I'm not, not like, walking around. Like. Yeah. It's not, it, we're like, we've, and we, I work from home. My boyfriend works from home. Like we're not really putting on our best selves and we don't have anywhere to go. So 
I love that she brought this up, but I'm also like, can you tell us what you're doing to spice up your sex life? Because, um, I mean, I will say just being in a new relationship and kind of, uh, in our last episode, just talking about new relationships after marriage, there's definitely things I try to do different sex wise and make sure that it's top of mind that I wouldn't be for, but I don't think it has anything to do with the pandemic. If anything, the pandemic did not help me personally, but now I'm going to make it my new mission, I guess to spice things up. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really hard when you are both working from home too, because you are literally just in each other's faces all day and it just, you just get caught up in the routine. Right. So I can say that one of my favorite things about, um, Keith's work is his schedule. So he works like three to four days a week and he works 24 hour shifts, which has this sort of built in sexual tension to it, to be honest. Mm. It's like super spicy when he literally works like two in a row or three in a row. Cause I don't get to see him. And so it has this sort of built in, um, what's the word it's like Esther Perel talks about. So if you yeah. guys aren't familiar with Esther Perel's work, it's like, in order for a long-term relationship to work, you do need a sense of security and a sense of safety, right? A sense of familiarity, which I think mm-hmm. all of us sort of have. That's the easiest part is like walking around in sweats, not wearing makeup, like just, you know, you know, this person loves you regardless. Um, and that's that we need that as a couple to feel safe in our relationship, right? We don't want it to be like walk on eggshells all the time. But you also, when I think sometimes, especially in long-term relationships, we forget that we do have to have a little bit of tension. There needs to be a little bit of spice. There needs to be a little bit, like she always talks about, like missing somebody. And I think when you're living with someone, you see them all day, every day, you don't ever have a chance to miss them. And I don't know that you can like how you can manufacture that feeling without some time apart. Like I'd be interested for you because you. Def- yeah. Do you guys, do you need to leave to come back to be like fucking horny or what happens? No. Well, lately we haven't been doing this like, so, and to be really, really transparent. And this is something I wanted to have a one-on-one conversation with you about, but I'm just going to say it on the podcast now <laughs> <laughs> was since my mom's death, um, both of us have kind of been in a, funk, like just not into it. And it probably even more so him than me. And we had a good conversation about it because we, it was like, she died. And there was just a lot of just, you're just not, Tons it's of not stress, the thing though. you're thinking about. No. <laughs> and, and then I was gone for about a month and then I got robbed. And so that was a lot of stress. And so, and he had a lot of stress going on. And so we just were both okay. And I brought it up. I was like, Hey, we haven't in a while. And then we got COVID and then we were sick for a month. Literally. We didn't even kiss for like November 1st until November 25th or something. Cause we were sick. And I was like, uh, I don't really want to be rubbing my snot on your face. So obviously we didn't kiss. We didn't do anything else. So we've kind of been in this weird, just getting over. And, and I told him, you know, he was like, I'm having a hard time with it. And I said, I'm glad you brought that up because I've been there. And I also feel I've, I've been there and I also just want to make sure we're good. And so I said, what I really just need right now is just, if you're not feeling it like sexually, just at least more physical touch or just cuddling or whatever. So I know that, you know, mm-hmm. you still are attracted to me. Yep. And so we've been just dealing with stress and it's been picking back up, but there was a good amount of time. I mean, my mom died about five months ago and in five months, there's not been a whole lot of sex. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I think for us, it's, we've talked through it and it's been one of those things where it's understandable and we don't want it to continue like this, but just having a conversation about it helps. But mm-hmm. in the past, because we were working together, we had to do some silly shit. So <laughs> we had this, um, we started this company together and the 
we, I don't know why we made a fake name for her, but her name was Gina. I think somebody maybe made a meme during the beginning of the pandemic of like blaming everything on their secretary. And so they're like, oh, Gina left dishes in the sink again. And Gina left her shoes out. So like we could kind of passive aggressively tell each other to do shit. So we had this secretary named Gina, which was really me, but nobody also. And so sometimes we'd have these sneak off lunch dates where I'd say like, Hey, let's go home to your apartment while you're wife is at work. And we'd have basically this little role play scenario that we were sneaking away from work and we'd hook up with each other in the middle of the day. And when we were in Wyoming, we had an office. So we would actually go home, have sex during lunch, and then go back to the office at night and kind of pretend like we were having an affair. So we were always saying we were cheating on each other with each other. So, <laughs> so we had this, this silly, is like some, <laughs> some trauma, like bonding. <laughs> He didn't like it at first, but I liked it. He was like, wait, is this? (laughs) So, you know, I'd be like, is your girlfriend home? And then when, when we lived with my parents, we were sleeping in separate bedrooms. So I would text him to come over and like, and we would hook up in my, my room and then he'd go back to his room. But since the death, a lot of things have changed. So it's Mm -hmm. definitely been different. And, you know, I think this is just temporary. So I'm definitely. It's also not only just like the death, but it's the full year before Mm -hmm. your mom passed away, right? 10 months, 11 months where you were just under so much stress, Mm -hmm. you know? And so you had, I'm sure you just had like an adrenal dump. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. I mean, if you're under a massive amount, and this is, I think happening in the pandemic is like, we talked about this a couple episodes ago, this feeling of just like, just not feeling sexy, but then also Mm -hmm. just having a low level of anxiety all the time. That doesn't, it's not benign on your adrenals. Right. So we think about the idea, even like, just like the science behind being aroused or getting excited for sex is like, that's an adrenal thing. Like in order to be excited, you have to have healthy adrenals in order to be able to, and I'm sure if you're listening to this and you're into hormones and stuff, it's like, yeah, you need to have the the appropriate amounts of hormones in order to, for a man to get hard, for a woman to get wet to whatever. And it's like, you know, if you're going through a huge, massive time in your life where you are under a ton of stress. And even if that stress sort of finishes, like when your mom passed away and it was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I can start a new chapter or whatever. It's still, your physiology is not quite there yet. You yeah. know, you're having like an adrenal dump. So it's like, that's totally understandable. I felt a little bit like that, um, this year just because of work. Um, mm-hmm. I was just working more hours and I was doing a lot of new things. Um, I was doing a lot more coaching calls. I was on the zoom a lot more. Um, so I don't think I necessarily noticed a huge dip in uh, like frequency of sex. I definitely probably noticed a little bit in sex drive. Like, mm-hmm. by, like, so one of the things that, and Keith and I haven't talked about this, but just in general, it's, I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure we could talk about this, but I don't like a sex at night. Like I just don't fucking exhausted. Like, so we're, whereas when we first started dating, like in our first year, we'd have sex at like 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, midnight, even, you know, just like get home late and like have sex. And now I'm like, I'm just kind of out. It doesn't mean like it's, ne- I can't get in the mood or I can't yeah. get there. But like, honestly, I'm just like, I'd rather wake up and have sex at six in the morning before he goes to work, which mm-hmm. sometimes that's what we do. Yeah. So I think, you know, also knowing your body, understanding, and then being able to honor that. I think when you're first getting in a relationship, you'll like maybe just, you know, you're not always super like high sex drive, but you'll get there because you're like, it's new and it's exciting and like, whatever. I think after three years together, you sort of settle into what feels like a a good pattern for you, a good, like sustainable sex life. 
<laughs> I'm curious as to what she's doing to spice things up. Cause I think to your point about the stress and all of that, and a lot of people have been probably going through it. So I'm sure this episode, some people are like, I don't even want to spice it up. I just need to like have sex and want to, I think that's a tricky thing when you're going through stress. And uh, the thing I was talking about with Jeff too, is it was the drive. It was just like, I love you. I think you're attractive, but I have zero desire to be doing this right now. It's just like, not, I mean, just, I remember the week my mom um, passed and we were sleep, we were both shoved in a twin bed because someone was staying in the other bedroom. And my dad made some comment about us. And I was like, you think I'm even, we're even thinking about sex right now. Like right. my mom is dying. I'm like, that's the last thing on mm-hmm. my mind mm-hmm. or his mind. And so that's been something to just kind of try to figure out. And we both committed to just taking care of our bodies better and stress better. Mm-hmm. So like to this whole episode, if you want to spice things up, but if you're like, I'm not even spicing this up yet, maybe the first step is just like, we, we went to Joshua tree last week and just kind of sat and talked through things and just made commitments to each other of just working out more, eating better, getting more sleep and reducing stress, because we know that that's going to be the key to help us want to have sex more and to feel better and to feel more confident and just to even feel sexy again. Yes. And so those are the first things like not even spicing it up, but just like getting back to baseline. Mm -hmm. So if any of you are in that space and a lot of people I'm sure are, is how are you taking care of you so that you can feel better and more confident? And even like at the beginning, what you just said about gaining 40 pounds, that's definitely going to affect people's confidence and their sex life. And And even just energy, right? Like, I don't know, like you just move around different in bed when you are carrying extra weight, you know, and it's fine. It's just, but it does make you feel a little bit, I know for me. Um, and here's the thing is I do think that, um, you know, when you're literally working from home all day in mm-hmm. sweats and maybe your partner is too, I have said to Keith, like, and we've, we've committed to doing at least one date night per week yeah. because I'm like, I need to like shower, do my hair, put on heels, feel sexy. Like go, let's like go date. Let's go like have a couple drinks. Let's like have some deep conversation. And then I'm like, yeah, I feel super connected. And I think for women, this is different. You know, I think we need to feel like an emotional connection to mm-hmm. also want to, to have sex. Like, I feel like, Ooh, like we're like, things are like, I'm having the best time. We're sort of flirty with each other. I will say that in general, I feel, um, cause Keith's, uh, his love language is physical touch. And my love language is quality time. So mm-hmm. I'm always trying to find like little, you know, dates and things for us to do and those kind of things. And he like hit for him, it's sex. Like that's literally like how he feels like we're connected. Um, and so I think knowing that too, he always prioritizes like flirting and like touching me and like that kind of stuff. So even when he's at work, you know what I mean? Like just, you know, sending me little things or like little flirts, flirts over text and stuff like that. We definitely like sexed a good amount still probably not as much as we did in the beginning, but we still do. And if he's working like two, three days, like I'll just say this on the podcast because and Danny shared transparently, I will like get dressed up so that when he gets home from work that I'm like wearing a little lingerie or like a little something to like greet him at the door. And I'm like, I'm also in the back of my head being like, motherfucker, you better have a heart on the second <laughs> I'm going and like dying in my closet. <laughs> It's so fucking embarrassing, but it always ends up, it always ends up nicely. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I would say I don't really get any chance away to like dress up or if he's downstairs, <laughs> I'd have to get dressed really fast. If he came up and like, Hey, look, <laughs> you know, but you guys go out. I mean, it's a hard, a little hard. That's what's hard in the pandemic too, especially yeah. if like, 
and I've even said this, Danny, even when I was single, I was like, I just need to fucking feel attractive. Like yeah. I just feel like not hot. And I think there's something about if you're feeling yourself, you're much more likely to want to initiate sex or be open to that. Hey, besties, we want to let you know about the happiness diet. The happiness diet is a program created just for people like you, people who want to be more confident, have more compassion for yourself, get some clarity around your purpose and have some more belief in yourself. If you find yourself struggling, stuck, just in a weird spot or transition in your life, Jill and I created this program just for you. Um, go over to the happiness It is a life-changing program. There's so much content in here. I, we should we should charge triple quadruple amount for it, but we want you to have it. We want to help you get out of your own way. So check it out right now, the happiness diet.com. The thing that I was going to say about, um, the gal who wrote in about spicing it up is you have to have a conversation with your partner, right? You have to be like, Hey, like, this is a conscious thing we're going to do in the relationship. I can't just like yep. whip out, you know, the butt plug and be like, cool, let's use this today. Right. When like, you've never had that conversation, you know? So I think you do have to get with your partner and be like, Hey, like, is this something you're interested mm-hmm. in? Like, I'm kind of bored. Like, what do you think about just, I don't know, once or twice a month, like doing something a little fun, introducing like a toy, like you have to have the, and I always find we did this. I think we did a whole episode on like, how can you like help your partner become better in bed? Mm-hmm. And we kind of talked about having those conversations immediately post-sex yeah. when you're kind of on like, it's a pillow talk situation where you can be like, I really loved when you did that. Or like, I would love to try this. Or like, it just feels like a more safe space versus like, you know, two in the afternoon when like the, there's like a kid around you and you're like, Hey, what about anal beads this weekend? Like, it's just, <laughs> you can't say that shit anytime you can say it when the, yeah. the moment is right. And so I think you have to have, so kudos to this gal who wrote in, cause it sounds like she, her, her partner's on board too. And they're yeah. like ready to go with it, which is cool. Well, I think going back, that conversation has to happen. And what is spicing things up even mean to you? So for somebody spicing things up might be like what I suggested or what we did is like role-playing or just kinky talk or dirty talk for someone else. It might be toys for someone else. It might be getting tied up or bringing other people into the relationship. So like spicing things up could be varying levels, like of gray and black and white. (laughs) And so your level of spice, like, you're like, Hey, let's spice it up. I thought we just like call each other dirty names. And your partner's like, Oh, I was about to strangle you with a rope and always consent. consent. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) so even like what does spicing up look like yeah. You had to have that conversation. <laughs> That's always a good conversation to have when you're like first dating someone and you're like having all the sex is to be like, what are your fantasies? Like, what do you, yeah. I mean, you know, I think it's hard, but I don't know. Like <laughs> you could text the person, you know, and be like, Hey, I don't know. Texting is nice. Cause you're like, you, you can, can, remove you can get a little, yeah, you can get a little hot. You can say things that maybe you'd be embarrassed to say to their say face. Loud, yeah. You can kind of be like, Hey, last night was so hot. What'd you mm-hmm. like? You know? So that's mm-hmm. actually a great way to get the conversation going. I actually wanted to ask you about this, but I don't, this is a whole separate topic. Maybe we can table this for another episode, whole episode on dick pics. I think oh, there are yeah. many schools of thought. Unsolicited is a no, but I do like dick. I actually was asking Jeff for some dick pics. So, you know, what? I don't have any of his. I was like, babe, you've never sent me a dick pic. And so I was never asking him you for one? some. Ever? No, really? He had never sent me one. So I was asking him for some recently. Well, not recently, probably in September or something. I was 
relatively recently in the fall, I guess. I'm like, babe, I think I was in September or October. I was out of town. I'm like, I'm gone. And you've never sent me a dick pic. Yeah. And Let's see it. Yeah. I was like, what about your pizzle? <laughs> a couple episodes ago. I need a pizzle. I need a pizzle album. But yeah, I never got one from Well, him. I was talking to Shantae about this, like, shit, I do now, like a year or two ago. And Shantae is like, people don't, because I was like, oh, you know, because she's gay. So I was like, do you get like, you know, vagina shots? And she's like, no, no one wants those. Just like no one wants dick pics. And I was like, uh, actually. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually like, do want a dick pic. I, yeah. I've gotten a few when I was dating and that were, they were welcomed because it was in the context of the conversation. They weren't randomly just shoved into my inbox from someone I didn't know. But, um, yeah, so I actually do have a few now. So yeah, it was, it was in the fall. Cause I remember when you got that town. dick pic, like you had just started dating, you were living with me in Santa Monica and you had gotten the dude sent you two different dick pics and they were literally like two different guys. <laughs> One was like a stock image. You were like, dude, this, I was like, whose is this? He was like, it's mine. I'm like, no, it is not. A quick Google like, search revealed that it's not yours. <laughs> I was like, there's a whole lot of stubble and hair on this one. And I don't know how you would cover that up. Shit. Like that didn't know. <laughs> Like, I remember the you? first time I got a dick pic was on Snapchat, obviously. Shit, it must have been like 2015, 2016. And I remember I was boarding a plane and I was literally walking down the aisle and there are people like right behind me and on either side of me. And I opened it up and I was like, <gasps> and I like immediately closed it. And I was like so nervous. And then then I did start dating more and I started getting more and I like started just screenshotting them. <laughs> so yeah. The problem is that when you screenshot it, it shows the person you screenshot it yep. and then they send you more because they think you want more. Like, I don't mind. Like I'll screenshot, you know, keys or whatever, but like, yeah, like a rando, I did it for like to send it to you as like a joke. Right. Like not because I wanted more of them my, from that. My guy. biggest regret on Snapchat was blocking this guy. I wish I had screenshot it and done some research to find out who he was because it was the worst one I ever got. It was a video and he was laying on the floor with a mirror in front of him and he was jerking off, but you could see the angle that I was watching the jerking off was looking at his balls and his butthole in the mirror. <laughs> I remember this. And I was like, same, like how you felt in the airplane. I was like, Oh my God. Cause it took me a minute. I'm like, what am I looking at? And then I, then it registered. And I was like, first I was like, what the fuck? That is some acrobatics to do and to think of, to put a mirror up and have that angle. Then I immediately blocked him, but I was, I was pissed after. Cause I was like, who was that? Now I want to find out who he is. I wish I screenshot it, send it to his boss or something. My only regret that was <laughs> noteworthy. I remember that. Noteworthy. Oh my God. I remember that. Yeah. I think when it comes to this stuff, you probably need to have a conversation, you know, have a couple of drinks, loosen up a little bit mm -hmm. and be like, Hey, I've been thinking about this. What do you think about this? Is this something that we might want to do? And it's hard when you're in a long-term relationship to be like once a month, let's, you know, like play with toys, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. To talk about that. Cause you always, especially with things that are sexual, you want it to be spontaneous and you want it to be like, it should feel like not contrived and it should feel whatever. But like, sometimes you do have to like, you know, just put it on your calendar or like make a concerted effort. You know, you might be really tired or whatever, but it's like, you know, you never regret it after the fact, you know what I mean? That's one of the things is like, sometimes it might take you a second to get going, maybe because your mm -hmm. head's not there, you know? And then you're like, oh, am I, could I do this right? Am I into this right now? And then like, <laughs> of course, you know, you get off and it's like, yes, that was the best idea that anyone ever had right now. But I do think it, you know, the longer you're in a relationship and, you know, kudos to this gal, because I do feel like everyone's been under this 
very, I don't know. Have you ever d- had one of those anti-anxiety blankets? Do you know what those yes, are? Yes, I do. Where they're um, just really heavy. These yeah. heavy bl- that's how I feel like yeah. everyone's life has been mm-hmm. the last two years, just mm-hmm. like under a heavy blanket. Yeah. Yeah. Kudos to you for having fun with the sex part. Love it. You know, th- and there's so many things you could do. There's Amazon, even at the grocery store, there's, there's little Amazon There's <laughs> at the grocery store next to all of the condoms are lubes, little vibrators, little cock rings. Yeah. No, a friend told me she got a vibrator at Ralph's. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah, Ralph's is a there. grocery store. It's like a fucking Kroger. Yeah. yeah. A friend of mine told you she had a vibrator. She got a vibrator at Ralph's. I was like, yeah. is that sanitary? <laughs> <laughs> there are vibrators there. Vibrators, cock rings, and like flavored lubes and shit like in Walgreens. Wow. Hook it up. Learn something new every day. Shout out Walgreens, Walmart, Target. <laughs> you don't even have to go to a weird sex shops anymore. Although, and thank God for self-checkout. Then you'd also don't have to like go to the front and, you know, put it on your belt and like look down at your phone while they're ringing it up. It'd be weird. You just <laughs> check it out yourself. As so long as good. the price is correct. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to come over and check it. You know what though? I want to know. Who else is jumping on the spicy sex train in uh, yeah. quarantine and share your ways with us. Let's crowdsource some shit. Let's get a PDF going of ideas. A PDF. We'll make it a <laughs> get download. an ebook <laughs> going of ideas. We can crowdsource some shit. 222 and, uh, ways to spice up your sex life in 2022. Honestly. Oh my God. So good. We'll put it on the best life at the link in bio. Yep. Download for free. No, we need y'all. There. We just need a couple of you to send ideas and we'll make it happen. Love it. Can't wait. It'll be so good. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, we'll, we'll see you on the next episode. And if you love this one, well, if you have ideas, send them to us at the best life on Instagram. Let's yep. get it going. All right. And also you guys, by the way, last thing, if you have questions or things you want to know about or talk through, or just want to get our take on would love if you hit us up in the DM at the best life podcast. We love these Q and A's. These are so fun for us. And there's so many ideas that we probably would never think of on our own. Um, so would love to hear those hit us up in the DMS, connect with us there. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.